Today is Friday, December 25th. This is TDAD Talk. I'm Finn Warner. Today, in the Christmas edition of TDAD Talk, we take a look at what is to come for Trinidad's Fishers Peak State Park. In the state, a Christmas miracle for some Colorado high school athletes as the Colorado High School Activities Association has secured the variances from the CDPHE to begin Season B in late January. And in the world, a long-awaited resolution to the four-year Brexit plan between Britain and the European Union was announced yesterday. Hang around for more. Today's show is sponsored by the Trinidad Historic Main Street Board and the City of Trinidad presenting their Deck the Halls Business Spirit Decorating Competition. Downtown businesses can compete for six $1,000 prizes, and all who vote on their favorite will be entered into a drawing for prizes. Visit the Trinidad Historic Main Street Facebook page to learn more and vote for your favorite decorated Trinidad business. All right, let's check in with the weather. Today is sunny with a high in the upper 50s. Tonight is mostly clear with a low in the mid-20s. Saturday will be sunny with a high near 60 degrees. Saturday night is mostly clear with a low in the upper 20s. Sunday is sunny with a high near 50 degrees. And it's going to be partly cloudy as the temperatures dip into the lower 20s for Sunday night's low to close out the weekend. Now, here's the news. In Trinidad, the first 250 acres of the 19,200 at Fishers Peak State Park opened to the public on October 30th. Now many want to know what's next for the newest Colorado State Park. Updates were given at a virtual Fishers Peak State Park public meeting by the Parks Project team and its partners Monday, December 14th, with an additional question and answer session Thursday, December 17th. Both sessions were facilitated by Melissa Rari, an Associate of Collaborative Decision Resources, or CDR, and Kevin Shanks of THK Associates of Aurora presented a detailed timeline of what should happen with the park until the first quarter of 2022. The big unknown is the pandemic. The timeline shows, though, that a draft of the master plan should be ready for all park partners to view at the end of 2021, then finalized in the first quarter of 2022. Although many professionals are working on the project as the meeting continued, Shanks, among other partners, stressed the importance of community involvement through the creation of an entire master plan. Crystal Dreeling, senior park manager, said the park's 250-acre sneak peek has been getting many positive responses from visitors. Over 100 survey responses have been recorded already. The website fisherspeakstatepark.com has a suggestion form available for all comments about the park and its future. To learn more about the park and its future, pick up a copy of this weekend's newspaper or find it online at thechroniclenews.com. That is thechronicle-news.com. And in the state, following multiple meetings in the past week, including this weekend, CHASA has secured variances from the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment and state officials, which allow all Season B sports and activities to begin practice on January 18th, announced the Colorado High School's Activities Association on Monday. Ice hockey, skiing, girls swimming, wrestling, basketball, and competitive spirit have been approved to begin competition on January 25th, following another calendar revision. The Chassa administrative staff have planned a series of virtual meetings for athletic directors and coaches to provide details on the implementation of each sport. These meetings will begin on January 4th. Under the current dial levels, Chassa-sponsored events could not be conducted due to public health restrictions at the state level that limited the number of athletes to practice or compete in a facility. The current guidelines only allow basketball to have a 10 total individuals, including coaches, athletic trainers, and a gym. Therefore, the variance approval from the CDPHE and state officials were critical to begin any sport or activity. The basketball variance will permit teams to have 24 total players as well as coaches and trainers. Approval of these variances allow for state wide consistency and sustainability of competition when diverse local health interpretations could restrict member participation regionally. 
In world news, Britain and the European Union struck a hard-fought trade agreement on Thursday, settling a bitter divorce that stretched over more than four years and setting the terms for a post-Brexit future as close neighbors living apart, reported the New York Times yesterday. The deal, which must be ratified by the British and European parliaments, came together in Brussels after 11 months of grinding negotiations, culminating in a last-minute haggle over fishing rights that stretched into Christmas Eve, just a week before the year-end deadline. Despite running into thousands of pages, the agreement leaves critical parts of the relationship to be worked out later. And it will not prevent some disruption to trade across the English Channel, since British exports will still be subjected to some border checks, adding costs for companies and causing potential delays at ports. But it is nonetheless a landmark in the long-running Brexit drama, the bookend of Britain's departure from the European Union in January, and a blueprint for how the two sides will coexist after severing deep ties built over a 47-year relationship. A failure to come to terms could have left Britain and the European Union in a bitter standoff, poisoning relations for years to come. If approved, the agreement would take effect on January 1st, four and a half years after the narrow majority of Britons voted to leave the European Union, plunging their country into a rancorous debate and political divisions over how to do it. For Prime Minister Boris Johnson of Britain, who won in a landslide election victory in 2019, vowing to get Brexit done, the deal allows him to fulfill that promise. But to get there, Mr. Johnson had to make significant concessions, especially on rules that cover state aid to businesses and rights to fish in British waters. Until the end of this year, Britain had agreed to continue abiding by most of the rules and regulations of the European Union, while negotiators hashed out a new arrangement to govern a vast cross-channel trade free of tariffs and quotas. Not much happening this weekend as people enjoy the spirit of Christmas, but Mount Carmel still has plenty of online events going on next week. To see their schedule or sign up to join, visit their website, mountcarmelcenter.org. That's mtcarmelcenter.org. If you know of an upcoming event you think should be included on our podcast, give us a shout on our TDAD Radio Facebook page or call us at 719-846-3311. And for a deeper look into what's going on in Trinidad and beyond, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and don't forget to support your local journalism with an online subscription. Another shout-out to our sponsors, Trinidad Historic Main Street Board in the city of Trinidad, presenting their Deck the Halls Christmas Decor Contest. Be sure to check out their Facebook page and cast your vote. That will do it for today's episode. Thanks for sticking around. This has been Finn Warner. Have a very Merry Christmas. This is Chronicle News Media.